0: Now that I see you as a grandma, I now know how you raised us as bait, as children. And, you know, that was very special to them.
1: Let's peek inside the mind of a boomer. This is Boomer Randomness, a podcast dedicated to the baby boom generation with random observations about boomer life from boomers including topics like music, movies, memories, marriage and divorce, retirement, bucket lists, kids and grandkids, travel, and a whole lot more. Here's your Boomer host, Bernie Lucas.
2: Marriage, divorce, adult children, grandchildren, and caring for our own parents are all topics that eventually become part of most Boomer's lives. In this episode, we'll peek into all of that with an interesting panel of experts who happen to be uh, part of my family. My wife, her brother, younger sister, their stepdad, their spouses, and I were all together recently after a tasty pre-Thanksgiving feast. We sat around a dining table to chat about this stuff. Jennifer's sister has a pretty large house. She and her husband raised a family there, and the house is the site of many, many family gatherings spanning several generations. The house sits on a nice bluff overlooking a river, a large deck, and a swimming pool, and we all call it a family resort. It's kind of like a bed and breakfast, but they also have lunch, dinner, and wine. (laughs) Anyway, here is part of our conversation. So we've got my, my wife, Jennifer, her sister, Desi, Desi's husband, Dave, Jennifer's Brother Tim and Tim's wife, Carol. Uh, So five of us are over 60. I'm over 70. We've all been married more than once. So that's all we really have to say about the divorce part of this. (laughs) That is a boomer trait, by the way. There's probably a statistic on it someplace. But five of us have grown children, some grandchildren. I'm the only one who's never had children. So marrying into this family is a learning experience for me and a good one. Um, and I think in the house, we're going to talk about a lot of generational stuff, but in this, in this house at various times, there have been four, four generations.
3: Four generations. Yes. We've had Dave's mom, Mama mom, my mom, Aunt Cora and Larry. And they've all been here at numerous times. (laughs) We've been caring for them on numerous occasions with joy
2: children all of all of you everyone at this table except me (laughs) so you've got that generation of children and then most not all but most of them have children but no great-grandchildren yet right
3: no great-grandchildren yet (laughs) Woohoo! we do have a granddaughter getting married though
2: Desi, are you looking forward to that part of? I know you got you. You and Dave love having the grandchildren here. So, are you looking? For, are you looking forward to uh, to the great grandchildren too? I'll, I'll get Dave to answer. this. I think I'm afraid might age me too much. <laughs> <laughs> if if great grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, but you're younger than me, so you're all right. <laughs> I don't feel like it. <laughs> Cut you off. What were you about to say, Dessie?
3: Just going to say, absolutely, great grandchildren. We just love having little kids around, and our daughters aren't going to have any anymore. So, moving on to the next generation.
2: Tim and Carol live in in Tampa, and you have some of your children and grandchildren there with you now, too, right?
4: Yes. Tim brought two sons into the mix. I brought two daughters into the mix, and they, all but one family, have uh, given us seven grandchildren one of which lives with us in Tampa with her mom, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It, it, you've learned so much about yourself, and you get to really explore a re- more relaxed relationship, I think, with your grandkids than with your kids. It's, it's a lot more play, a lot more fun, and they open your eyes. It's, it's magical.
5: Oh, I love the grandkids, and having seven of them
2: between the two of us is fantastic. And my wife, Jennifer, <laughs> who as long as we've known each other 10 years, and I mean, probably the whole 10 years, you were hoping some point to be a grandmother. How does it feel now? You have, you have two.
0: As I told someone today, it's a gift. So we have Vera, who is a little over two years old, and she is something else. That's, she is something else. And then we have our little sweet baby, Cooper who will be almost seven months old. They just bring complete, like Carol said, and Desi said, joy to your life. And I can hardly wait to talk to them the next day. I feel like we talk on a daily basis if we don't see each other. And I think that's a a good connection. You know, when Vera today was picked up from daycare, the first thing she said when she got in the car, called Gimli. And so I, I like that.
2: Gimli's your your nickname is oh that yeah as a grandmother I love that I love the names let, let, okay so yours is Gimli and Gimli.
0: and you Grampy yep
2: Desi what are what are your
4: names me
2: Dika. Dika I'm Pappy and Mimi <laughs> and and this is part of my learning experience getting marrying into this family and never having had kids it's like we thought maybe the most unique. Monikers for grandparents would be grandma and grandpa, but but apparently the kids and the and it, to some the de- kids it, to some degree the grandkids kind of come up with the names, right?
0: Well, my my son did it as a joke. Matt did it as a joke, as a Gimli, but then it kind of stuck, and I can't imagine being called anything but a Gimli.
2: Any anybody who's seen the Gimli character.
0: <laughs> um lord of the rings lord of the 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 rings and one day she's gonna open up the book and see a gimli and she goes that's not my gimli
2: (laughs) i'm just glad you don't have that beard (laughs) something i hear all the time from jennifer is um once a mother always a mother so it's like your kids What's okay, what's the young what's what's the age range of the of the children generation here?
3: Terry's the oldest. Terry's 41. And then Ashley is 37.
2: Yours you've
5: got Avery's the youngest. He's 30 and Kyle is about to turn 34.
4: 34 and
0: 37. Tim will be 40 in February. And Matt will be 36 in February.
2: So they're all grown, have children, but you still I assume all of you uh, still uh, well the, once a mother always a mother. so if there's anything going on in their lives that are that's you know uncomfortable or you know or' just, you know sicknesses or, or you know whatever, you're still it's you kind of
3: you're there you're always there for your kids no matter what I don't care what anyone says. I will always be there for our girls. Always. Yeah. I don't care how old they are. Emma.
0: Our daughter-in-law. She said to me after Vera was born, she goes, well, after she's 18, I won't need to worry about her anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. If she's listening. (laughs) Well, you've told her the same thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just made bullet point notes here, but joys of being a grandparent. Um, Dave, I'm thinking of you especially because you're... you, you have a lot of time and, and you're retired. A couple of us are retired, so you have theoretically a little more time than when you were working. i I
0: don't think so. <laughs> but you're, I don't think he
2: has any time. Yeah, but your, uh, your grandkids just love being around you. How does that make you feel?
5: Oh, great. Being the big teddy bear, playmate for all of them, growing up.
3: Seeing. Just having them run to you when they see you, they just run to you. Even when they're older. I mean, I have, I, they all come up and hug us and tell us they love us all the time. And no matter how old they are. And it's its a great feeling.
4: I think it's the chance to look at how you did things the first time and continue to try to perfect them, <laughs> to be better and better about a relationship and building relationships. But like Desi said, they run to you. We have, all of them have different ways of relating to it's not just a cookie cutter one way one child it's it's completely unique and it's between the kisses on the palms and holding it over your heart for Mackenzie and mila or the butterfly kisses on the face and when you're facetiming or even texting now they remember and they do it to you instead of you doing it to them as they get older it's so sweet it's really full circle.
5: Like we said earlier, we have one that lives with us. So we get to see her all the time. She's now uh, three and a half. And so we've seen her from a baby to three and a half every day, basically. And we have the other six that live out of state. So our joy of, of just seeing them when we can see them, but also like Carol said, the FaceTime, it's just great because they all, you know have some story to tell us when we're doing a FaceTime with them or they'll sing a song for us or they'll mm-hmm. show us a picture or show us the outfit they're going to wear for Halloween or, or something. They'll do gymnastics
3: yeah. for you on, on yeah. FaceTime all the time.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> How have your relationships with, with your grown children changed when they became parents?
0: For me, I mean, my boys call me every day. One calls me in the morning and one calls me in the afternoon. And um, I think our relationship has become stronger because they see the dedication. And I guess Tim said it best, or or maybe it was Matt. Now that I see you as a grandma, I now know how you raised us as as children, and you know that was very special to them. For Dave and I. First of all, we're
3: very proud of both Terry and Ashley and their accomplishments and the parents they are. You know, they're each they're individual. They are raising their children completely different than one another, but you know they both they both love their children dearly.
5: One thing that I've noticed with Kyle, for instance, because I was a coach for both Kyle and Avery in soccer, and Kyle has now adapted this this way of Coaching his kids, so he does exactly what I did for him. He's doing with his kids, and he and I've talked about, you know, ways of motivation or how they handle, especially when your own kids playing on a team. And he's picked that up pretty well. And Avery um, doesn't have any children as of yet. He's being going to get married in February, um, and who knows, you know? But he's uh, he also has a special way with um, handling uh, working working with kids. Because he loves the, the, uh, our grandkids so much.
4: He's a great uncle.
5: It's a great yeah. uncle. Isn't he a teacher also? Yes. He's a high school teacher in Tampa, and he teaches um, math and special special like geometry, I believe, and calculus as well, and just getting his master so he can do better.
1: This is the Boomer Randomness Podcast.
2: I'm Bernie Lucas with my wife, Jennifer, her younger sister, Desi, and her husband, Dave, her brother, Tim, and his wife, Carol. We're talking mostly about children and grandchildren, but also about caring for our own parents as they near the end of their lives. Here's a topic and part of why we're all in the same house right now, us as boomers caring for our parents. How does, well, Desi, you said earlier, you know, in in the house that we're in actually, you know, has, has seen that. And we're that that top generation is in the house with us right now. Um, Any any thought? I don't even know how to ask the question. It's like you know. I mean, but it's something boomers deal with.
3: It's not easy. You know, you you watch potential death, which is hard to watch.
4: It's also, I think, having that anxiety of are you doing the very best you can while you're sometimes really tired and exhausted. I go back to my own mom 10 years ago, but with every loved one that's come along since then, it feels like it's new again. You learn, you grow, you do your best, but you always still question what you're doing and you're at your most tired point of time. So there's a lot to be said for caregivers, and I think the one thing that I've leaned on in grief counseling and things since losing a parent or both parents and other loved ones is that as much, it's so hard as a, for a caregiver to take care of themselves. It was hard for me to pause and take time. It's counterintuitive. You wanna give your all to everyone and it can really wear you down. And so that's a hard balance to strike.
2: Any tips for people in our age range in, in terms of you know, dealing with that sort of thing or even just, well, yeah, anything like that? Be
3: patient. Understand what they're going through because it's hard for them to understand they're dying. You know? so, so if you can put yourself, and Dave said it to me, put yourself in their position. And think of how they're feeling right now. It's it, a lot of compassion. You have to have compassion and you and, and just make them comfortable.
2: Any other things anyone want to say anything about parenting or grandkids or?
5: Yeah, one, one thing uh, while Carol was talking that dawned on me, I've shared with at least my two kids, I even joked around a little bit with Carol's, that maybe one day we'll be in that position where yeah. we'll be coming to them. And asking them to help take care of us or guide us in the right direction because you don't know the future.
3: I won't be asking our girls. <laughs> it's funny. We might be asking one of the grandkids.
0: <laughs> Matt has always said, Don't worry, mom, we'll take care of you. I mean, he's always said that. And I said, I don't want you taking care of me. He goes, No, 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 we're going to take care of you. You know?
4: I think I can add to that both my daughter, Rebecca, and my daughter, Emily. We've talked a lot about it and they were very close to their grandmother. So they carry her with them every day too. But what really touches me is Emily's husband Alden has always said, Mom, you know, we're going to be here for you no matter what. It takes a village to raise our children, your grandchildren. And we want to come together and make sure that You're not worried about what happens in the future, that you can feel secure. And it really touches me to think that he thinks like that. It makes me happy that Emily chose wisely,
1: you know. Right. Hey, here's what's coming up on Boomer Randomness.
2: I post new episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. Up next, the rest of the dinner table chat with my in-laws including some fun Boomer-era memories and observations. And as always, thanks for listening.
1: Learn more about Boomer Life and sign up for episode updates at boomerrandomness.com. And check us out on the Boomer Randomness Facebook. Okay, Boomer, thanks for listening. And tell everyone you know about Boomer Randomness.